from sheisconference.org and Summit Church in Indiana, Pennsylvania. You're listening to the She Is Community Podcast. Well, welcome everybody. We are so glad to be here today and um, just, man, it's almost Christmas and I just, Katie, can you believe it? I can't. (laughs) No, I can't either. I, um, I say that every year, but I do feel like with it being like COVID year, it went by eerily slow, but then it also went by super fast. However, that's possible, but it happened Mm -hmm. and Christmas is upon us nine days away. Oh my goodness. I haven't actually put a number on it. And you saying that just made it extra real. Oh, my girls remind me every single day. So not, not like so much when they were little, little, but they do like like mom, Christmas is next week. I'm like, no, it's not. Yes, it is. And then I look at the calendar. Oh my gosh, Christmas is next week. I think my heart just skipped an extra beat. <laughs> <laughs> We're in single digits. Okay. We are. Deep breaths, everyone. <laughs> yes, it's good. And we're supposed to get um, blizzard today. That's what I'm calling it. I hope so. Me too. I told, I told, um, a fellow resident this morning, I said, I don't know if this is dumb, but last night I legitimately prayed for snow. I felt like <laughs> a little kid, but I was just, oh, it's just a desire that I have right now. And I was like, you know what? I'm allowed to pray for snow. And if it doesn't, mm-hmm. that's okay. And if it does, thanks Lord. See, I love that because you're from Pennsylvania originally. Mm-hmm. Yep. And see, I don't meet very many Pennsylvanians that are like, snow please like it's all of us that aren't used to it that we like I love it but I love that you love it yeah and I'm well I'm from the eastern side of the state north so usually when they say it's gonna snow like it's gonna snow so Mm -hmm. I'm just waiting for the text messages from home of them all playing in the snow and me being admittedly jealous Um, (laughs) so like when I hear snow I'm like Please let it. I've been looking at the radar a little too much. I'm not even watching the news these days. I'm looking at radar. That's what brings me joy. These seeing if it's gonna snow. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. um, I just want to, you know, warn all of my friends and family in advance that my Insta story today will be full of snow pictures. <laughs> and I'm just my friends in Oklahoma. Actually, Oklahoma, like northeast. Oklahoma kind of got pounded um, this week, which is kind of unusual. So I've been seeing all of their snow pictures Mm and um, yeah, it's fun when it comes to the South, but um, I mainly, my mom and sister, like longing, longingly wish they were, you know, here for Christmas. And so I just, you know, put the icing on the cake when I send them the the snow pictures of where we live. <laughs> their favorite. <laughs> it may not be the icing on the cake for them. It might be a little bit torturous, but um, it's not my intent. So well, anyways, it's going to be a great day. Yeah. And if it doesn't snow, we'll just curl up in a ball and cry. No. Okay, <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'll, just, I'll, I'll close all the blinds and pretend it's snowing. <laughs> yeah. We'll just use all the um, Insta story filters of the yeah. fake snow. And pretend like it's snowing all yeah. day long. We'll no. figure it out. We'll survive. Yeah. But so that is our, our little, um, we're diverging, diverging today. Sure. Yeah. It's going to be a snow day. We can say this whatever. Is, we want. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> you guys, this is just real life with Katie and Kim today. And yep. <laughs> um, I'm on my third cup of coffee this morning and it's going to be a good day. But um, no, we are finishing, not even finishing. Wow. I'm really struggling right now. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> no, you can. We aren't finishing. This is just your comedic um, moment for the day, people, those of yeah. you who are listening. Um, but we are continuing. There you go. Our new podcast series on refreshing, renewing <laughs> rhythms. Rhythms. I mean, we just need to edit this out. I think we just need to start all over, Katie. <laughs> I think I'm going to keep it. I love it. (laughs) But yeah, we are, we're starting and continuing a series on rhythm. So we had the lovely Becky Hennessy on our last episode. Mm -hmm. She kind of kicked this off, um, which was really cool because we didn't even tell her about what we were going to be heading into. And then we just asked her, you know, what's on your heart. And she talked about what she talked about. And I was like, that's like perfect for what we're heading into. So, um, I just love when God does that. That was really cool. So we get to have a conversation today on rhythms and without further ado, (laughs) (laughs) um, so we're going to be talking about Bible. So, Mm -hmm. you know, what our time with God looks like and kind of backtracking when we say rhythms, like spiritual disciplines, like what it looks like to Um, be in the word or to worship or to pray. Um, so today we get to talk about Bible and I'm really excited um, mm-hmm. about that. So yeah, we get to have a conversation about what it looks like to be in God's word and to be in relationship with him. And it's just good stuff. Yes, it is. Yeah, I I agree that um, Becky just, I love how the, how the Holy Spirit works and just weaves things together. And we've gotten so much good feedback from that episode. So if you haven't listened to it already, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to Pastor Becky Hennessy's episode with us on The Secret Place. But, um, but yeah, I love talking about the Bible and just my time with God. And, um, you know, when I was younger, I would hear people talk about how much they loved the word of God and, and how much they just like hungered after it and, and, you know, just couldn't put it down. And, and to be honest, like, even though I grew up in the church, I grew up being taught the word of God. Um, I, I felt guilty because I didn't feel that. Like, I'm kind of like, man, it's confusing to me. It's like, it feels like I have to and not a get to and, and those kind of things. And really, I do think that part of it was kind of like presented to me, not, not necessarily by my parents, but just in the church culture I grew up in as a have to not a get to or an intimacy thing. It was, it was more of like a checklist, you know, and, and sometimes often presented in a way that, that it, like, I couldn't understand it, you know, um, just in my youth. And so it's fun now because I get what those people were saying, like, I love being in the word of God. Like it's not a have to anymore for me. Although I believe that in order for us to live the life that God has called us to live, it is like a have to in a sense, like it is life. Um, But 
Um, but it's a get to now. And it's something that I really actually look forward to in the mornings. And so, yeah. yeah what about you? Well, similarly to some, like what you said, when I was younger, um, Bible time was like my parents, I grew up in a godly home and like my parents would say, all right, um, have your God time, like have your time with the Lord. And yeah. So I, and the days that I didn't want to, or the days that I was like, it became a checklist thing for me. It became okay. Like they're going to tell me to do this. So I'm just going to sit in my room for 30 minutes and I'm going to quote unquote, read the Bible. And I will be very honest with you. There were days that I didn't want to do it. So I would go in my room for 30 minutes and pretend like I did. And because it became something of like in the have to, in a bad way, like Mm -hmm. in the, and that was nothing that my parents were, you know, they weren't putting that on me at all. Like I don't blame them for that, but it just became, it didn't become a habit. It just became like, okay, it was almost like into do your chores, you know, clean the bathroom, read your Bible, make your bed. Like, um, and I think as I grew more spiritually mature, I got to experience the get to like every morning. Cause I mean, everyone's different. We're not saying you have to read your Bible in the morning and we can talk right. about that you right. know, in a few minutes, but that when I get to open the word of God, it's time that I get to spend with him and mm-hmm. we're created to do that. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm thankful for, I'm thankful that I had that structure in my home to like, say, this is something that we have to do. Like you said, in the sense of like having a relationship with God growing in our faith. I was the one who kind of took it the wrong way. So I'm thankful for the maturity that, you know, and I've been able to grow in that and it becomes the, you know, the best part of my day is when I, when I get Bible. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm just curious for you, like, um, do you have like a favorite version you read? Like, are there different tools that you really enjoy using when you read to help you enjoy reading the scripture? Yeah. So I love to learn. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So for me, honestly, every day looks a little bit different, but what I'll tell you what has been like my standard for for these days. Um, So when I have my God time, I am like spread out. I have two Bibles. I have a commentary. Like I I like to just dive in. So um, depending on what I'm reading, I will read my study Bible first and it's in ESV. I've been using the ESV for a while and I do really like that version, the English standard version. Um, and it's a study Bible, so it has footnotes. Um, so what I'll do, and this was actually a recommendation and someone, and uh, a gentleman from our church said that's what he does. And I started it and I really liked it, but he will read the footnotes before he reads the verses um, just to kind of get some context. And so I'll go through, I'll read the footnotes and then I'll read the verses Um And then I'll read it through again, and then I'll read a commentary on it. And that just gets me excited because a lot of times when you're reading footnotes or commentaries, it's calling back to other verses or it's saying compared to um, what it said in Jeremiah or what it says in Matthew or, and this was foreshadowing for this, or this was a prophecy for this. And that just pumps me up. Like it gets me so excited um, just to kind of weave in everything. And that helps me have a greater understanding of what I'm reading. Um, but then there are days too, when I just ask the Lord, you know, God, what is it that you want me to read? And sometimes it's just a small chunk of scripture and I'm just reading that and praying. Um, mm-hmm. it's not a full blown study time. So I will say like my time with God is I, I try to be spirit led in it and not, um, you know, 
go through, okay, I want to get through this, 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 and this, because I'll be honest, I've been reading the book of Ezekiel for maybe two months now, maybe three months, because yeah. there are days when I just feel like I'm not supposed to read it. God wants me to read something else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how I do things. And then I'll, sometimes I'll journal it, um, you know, whatever's on my heart, but yeah, it looks a little different for me every day, but I'll go through and I'll highlight, I'll make notes. Um, but that's, that gets me excited. Like, I love that. I love doing that. So what yeah. about you? Yeah. Well, first of all, I love that you just said it looks different for you every day. Um, because like, I do think that we can get super routine, you know, um, and it can become stagnant. So the fact that it's kind of different for you every day that you mix it up, you know, and it's spirit led, like, I love that because it keeps it fresh. Um, you know, I think that when I first really started reading the Bible, you know, it was a little bit more routine for me just to get myself in the habit. Um, and so, you know, if you're just starting out reading scripture, it may be look a little bit more routine and that's okay. You know, you may be doing a Bible plan that you're following along with, you know, and you're, you're, you're um, doing one year through the Bible or something like that, that you're just being really strict with. Um, and that is totally fine. Like we all have to start somewhere. And so that's what it looked like for me early on, um, just to get myself in the habit, because when we say the word spiritual discipline, that sounds like discipline yeah. <laughs> sounds harsh, right? But it's more of like a habit, a, a thing to put into practice, a rhythm, you know, a constant in your life that becomes so much a part of your life that if you have a day without it, you know that you're missing something. And, you know, spiritual disciplines and rhythms are so vital for our relationship with Jesus because it is a relationship. It's just like, you know, I know we use the examples all the time, but if you're in a friendship or any kind of relationship and you're not having those conversations, if you're not learning about that person, the relationship's not growing mm -hmm. and it's the same way. And so scripture is so important because it's, it says that it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Like if we don't have scripture stored up in our hearts and our minds we have no weapons to use when we need when we need to fight you know and when we need to battle and um I'm know I'm kind of like um going off on a tangent for a second but okay it's just really fresh on my mind to have a, a friend right now who um in Oklahoma whose mom well they all have COVID and have really been battling and then her mom um, also has COVID and is in the hospital. And she posted on her Insta story today, just like a, a text from her mom that basically said like, yes, like I'm, I'm fighting COVID, um, but I am filling my mind with scripture. I'm, I'm filling my mind with the word of God because that is our weapon. That's, that is our victory. It's our place where we fight from. And so it just reminded me the importance of scripture, the importance of being in the word of God. And, um, I have always been really terrible at memorization of anything. Like I have a hard time memorizing people's names and just mem memorization has just always been a weakness for me. Um, and so I used to feel like such a failure early on because, you know, just memorizing scripture or 
you know, anything was difficult. And so I've just had to give myself a lot of grace of like, the more that the word of God is in you, the more that you're reading it, the more that you're, it's becoming repetitive and your heart and your mind, then you, it comes forth when you need it, right? It comes out of you. You don't have to get the reference perfect all of the time. And no one's sitting around doing a Bible quiz on you. You know, um, certainly when I'm preaching, I, I will have the <laughs> reference and the scripture together. But in the moment, if I'm really needing to call upon what's in me, what I've read, God's not being like, Kim, I'm sorry, that scripture doesn't work because uh, you got the <laughs> reference wrong. Um, and so I've had to learn to give myself a lot of grace. But yeah, I would say my Jesus time has uh, developed throughout the years. It's and, um, and I'm kind of where you are at too. Like it looks a little bit different every day. I love tools. I'm a big like app person. Everybody always makes fun of me for the amount of apps that I have on my phone. Pause though. With that being said, the organization on Kim's phone is amazing. It has a lot of apps, but let me tell you, it's a beautiful thing. Okay. Sorry. The Enneagram one in me, you know, but, um, but I, love apps. And so, and I love that new tools are coming out to be able to study scripture and apply it. And so, um, but about two years ago, I really decided, okay, I'm going to get up early every single morning, like, and I'm talking like three hours early before I have to be anywhere. So our work day at Summit starts at nine o'clock. So I decided, okay, I'm going to get up at six o'clock every morning and have that quiet time with Jesus before my kids are awake, before just me and him and the dog usually, you know, and so, um, and so, and I love it. And so while it was really like hard, like I would say the first month or two to get into that rhythm, um, now it is like more natural for me. Like, it's just something that I look forward to every morning. I have the coffee, pot set to automatic to start brewing, you know, right at six. And, um, and cause let's just be honest. I, um, I love coffee. Everybody knows this about me. Um, I, you know, I wouldn't go so far as to say I'm addicted. Maybe I am. I don't know. Um, but I, Christine Kane said something once that I was like, yes, but she's like, I have to have coffee in the mornings in order to help me with my Jesus time so that I can have the energy. Cause what good is you being half asleep while reading the word of God, you know, um, and falling asleep on it. And so I was like, yes, thank you, Christine, for giving me permission to have my coffee, you know, in the mornings. Um, but it's just something I enjoy. And especially right now when it's a winter, I love having my fireplace on and a candle lit. It's all about the environment for me too. <laughs> yeah. It is. And so it is, it's finding that special place in your house that, um, that you just are like, okay, this is my spot mm -hmm. where I seek God and I hear from him, but I do like to just dive into scripture. Sometimes I'll use a Bible plan, you know, um, and then sometimes I don't, 
it's kind of like right now I'm doing an advent plan, you know, and I'm doing two advent plans just because I like to hear different perspectives. And so um, I'm reading scripture on my own, but then I'm also using the first five app to hear what they have to say about those scriptures. And I'm reading, she reads truth um, to hear what they say about those scriptures. Um, And I just really enjoy doing that. And then I love doing like reflective meditation um, in the mornings too, of just really meditating on scripture. And I think that that's something we miss out on a lot is just if we're not meditating on scripture, that's really where the renewal of the mind comes in and just taking one, one passage of scripture, you know, not a whole chapter, not a whole paragraph, um, but just taking one scripture and meditating on that and saying, God, what is this? What are you saying to me, you know, in this, um, my newest discovery, thanks to Steph McCoy. And I think she heard about it from a social media influencer, but, uh, is the glorify app. And I love it. I think it's developed out of another country for sure, because they have accents (laughs) that we don't have. (laughs) I'm not going to say which country, because I get my accents mixed up. So I'm not going to embarrass myself right now, but, um, but I love it because it takes you through a passage, like they read it to you. So you're just listening Mm -hmm. and it has this calming music behind it. They read a passage. Then there's like a short devotional that they read you to you. And then they take you through a five minutes of reflective prayer. And, um, and I love it. It's beautiful. And it really helps me like process what I've just read and really helps me like ask some questions that maybe I wouldn't normally ask about that passage. So, um, yeah, I've just said a lot of words. That's okay. I actually, um, I'm going to go back to what you said about verse memorization, because I am in the same boat. I remember that I would get so down on myself if I couldn't like think of a verse word for word and then know this, the reference and be like, oh yes, in the NIV vert. Like I used to really beat myself up over that. And then honestly, it's been a more recent, I think, growth point for me. Um, and I've even noticed, you know, when I'm praying is that I do know these things and it's okay if I don't know the reference. Um, it's okay if I don't get it word for word. Um, because like you said, when you're in the word, it just flows out of you. Um, and like you said, there are times when, you know, references are important to be able to, you know, tell people, or like you said, if you're preaching, but I, I'm really thankful for just that realization and that growth of like, I don't have to now granted, I should not be taking things and making my own words out of them. Like, I'm not saying I'm (laughs) writing the Bible, but, um, if I get the gist of it and like, it's within context and it's still biblical, like it's okay. You know, I'm, I don't need to beat myself up or or be so hard on myself. So that's just an encouragement. I know it's encouragement for me. I hope it's an encouragement for anyone listening that verse memorization is good. I'm not saying don't do it. Like I'm not saying um, that it's a bad thing, but it's amazing what being in the Bible will do for you for that, how it just comes out of you in such a beautiful way. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah, I um. I had read some, I don't even remember who posted it the other day, but 
just different things that we can, I don't know, make a, a, a have to and or that can distract sometimes from our God time or our Jesus time. But, you know, I think it's really easy to get caught up in like making it routine, making it like just something that you're checking off the list versus something that's like true mm-hmm. intimacy with the Lord. And, um, and one of the things this person says was, was like, be careful not to make like Bible studies, like the only thing that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so at first I was like, well, I wonder what she means by that. But, but then I realized that like there was a season in my life where the only thing I was doing was like Bible studies written by other people. Um, so whether it was, you know, any of the big Bible study authors, you know, I learned so much from them, but it was the only thing that I was doing and I wasn't really, um, diving into maybe scripture for myself, if that makes sense. Like, um, And so it got me in the habit. It got me loving the word of God, but I don't make a Bible study that somebody else has written my only Mm -hmm. thing now. Mm -hmm. Like, um, does that make sense to you? Yeah, it makes sense to me. And I think that is kind of like also talking about the different tools that we have that are super helpful, Yeah. um, but also just the value of spending time in God's word just between you and him nothing else between you and the Bible, like just that time. And I think, no, that made sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and certainly like, I love, I love, I have so many friends and just people that have come to speak as she is. I love their Bible studies. Like I love doing Lisa Harper's Bible studies and Lisa Bevere's and Jess Connolly's and, you know, all of their studies and they're so good and their, their tools and the, it's, they're so applicable to our lives and it does help you dive deeper. Um, you know, and so, but I think for me a few years ago, it had become so much of a like, okay, check Mark. I completed 12 Bible studies this year and would have my stack of books. Um, but then I would have to ask myself, did I just make it something that I, wanted to complete and finish or how did my life change because of it? You know, like it became so much of a, like a check mark for me rather than like getting super deep into me, if that makes sense. Yeah, Um, no, that does make sense. And and I think kind of what we're a common thread between what we're, you know, we're saying is that how much, being in the word and spending that time with God just allows us to have a more deeper and intimate relationship with him Mm -hmm. and how important that is and how here's what I want people to hear too is don't and I'm saying this for myself too but it's really easy to compare when it comes to how you read the bible um you will hear people say it's the first thing they do in the morning or it's you know something but I want to say because everyone's in a different season of life Mm -hmm. like for me for example I'm single I live alone so I can and for you you you're saying you like to get up early so that you're up before everyone else um it looks different for everyone. So I would hate for people to get discouraged because their time with God doesn't look like someone else's. Um, 
your time with God and kind of what Becky was talking about in the last podcast is your time with him. Like that doesn't have to be displayed for the world to see. And it doesn't have to look like everyone else's. Yeah. Um, but I think what's important is that it's the time that you're spending with him. And it's the time that you're getting to learn about him and learn about your relationship with him. And honestly, like I've learned about myself through my time with God too, mm-hmm. and what he's shown about me. Um, so find what works for you and do that. You know, I think if we get stuck in comparison, it just won't happen. If I'm trying to do everything or do what other people do, it's not going to work now. Granted, like I've heard suggestions and I've tried them and if they just don't work for me, then they don't work for me. I try something new. It's not against trying new things, but, um, figure out what works for you. And if that takes time, it takes time. But what's important is that you're in the word and that you're spending that time with God. Um, so yeah, that's just one thing I want people to be able to be okay with that. Everyone's time looks different. So, yes, yeah, it's personal. And I think we, as Christians, we, as women can think that, well, my way is the best way. And this is the way that you have to do it or else you're not a good Christian. And that's just not, it's personal. It's an intimacy with the Lord. That is the goal. And whatever that looks like for you, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, is key is so important. Um, you know, whenever I go to my sister's house, she has four kids, you know, I have two and, and my kids are older, but whenever I go to my sister's house, I'm like fully aware of the chaos that is for children who, you know, like it, even for me, I'm not even the mom, but when I go to her house, it is more difficult for me to have that quiet time. And so I know for the moms that are listening that have littles at home or like, well, that's great for you guys, but you know, your kids are older or Katie, you don't have, you know, yeah, like I get that. And it's, as a young mom, as a younger mom, when my kids were little, I just had to find the time. Maybe it was nap time. You know, maybe it was, um, me getting up earlier, you know, um, maybe it was the evening when I would normally like want to tune out, like I'd be so exhausted at the end of the day. And, um, and this can be you even without children, but maybe you're just wiped out from the end of the day and your go-to is Netflix. Um, well, maybe that could be the time that you are, you know, having that time with the Lord instead, like it's looking at those different things kind of that you go to, to check out, um, mentally throughout the day and look at the things that you are doing in those moments. Maybe it is Facebook, um, and my screen time will tell on me. <laughs> I, I love and hate that at the same time, but my screen time tells on me all the time that I actually do have a ton of time in yeah. my day to be able to carve out when I look at, oh, I spent an hour scrolling Facebook today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so I, I think comparison will kill us. It will kill our relationship with Jesus, it'll kill our time in the word because we think, well, if I can't do it yeah, in the morning when Katie and Kim do it, then I'm a bad Christian. So I just give up versus looking at our moments throughout the day that we just tend to check out in other ways and filling it there. And so, um, yeah, I heard a younger mom say recently, man, I love coming to church because it's, 
it's my time like that I get to hear from God and have peace. And, and I'm glad that church is that sanctuary. Like we, that's why the church, one of the reasons church exists, right. To be a place where we gather and collectively worship the Lord. But it also made me sad because I do believe that God has given us every single one of us opportunities throughout the day to connect with him. Mm -hmm. It's just, we get to choose to, or not to, um, and it does look different for all of us. Mm-hmm. And you just have to find, yeah, what you already said, what works for you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I could probably talk about this for another hour, but we've, we've spent a good time talking about it, but I have. Um, thank you for sharing the way you spend time with God. And um, yeah, but yeah, it was just, this is, this is one of the rhythms that, you know, we should put into practice and Hey, no better day to start than today. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so something fun I'd like for the listeners to do that are that are listening to this podcast, because so much, so many of the tools that I've learned, I've learned from people posting about them, you know, mm-hmm. like the Glorify app or Dwell. Um, yeah. Originally, I learned about from Jenny Allen posting it on Instagram. And I love listening to that app. Um listening to scripture. If I'm having a hard time sleeping, Mm -hmm. I'll turn that on. Um, pause app, you know, I, all of those things I learned about, I have people posting on social media, uh, the blue letter Bible. And so I would love for you, if you're listening today to, to tag us, tag summit, she is on social media and let us know one of your favorite tools that you use. I love that. Yeah. And we'll repost it. Yeah. Maybe we'll make a a collaborative effort and post like some tools that people use that you really enjoy. Yeah. That's awesome. And then also too, you mentioned a few apps and I can go ahead and I'll be sure to link those too in the description so that people can, um, you know, like we said, try something and if you like it, stick with it. And if not try something new, Yes, Um, that's really, yeah. So let us know. That's yeah. awesome. And I think if I'm seeing correctly, it's snowing out. I was just about to tell you. I, I okay. am looking out my office window at home and it is it's snowing in the house. Greystone oh. Church that's across from my house. The roof is starting to get white. Yeah. So I'm in, a, in I don't have any windows. You're in the hole. Yeah. But on Zoom, I can see a window behind Kim and I was like, oh my goodness, I think it's actually <laughs> And I'm trying to contain my excitement, but (laughs) it is, it's beautiful. So, oh, happy day. It's going to be a great day. Get ready for Kim's Insta story. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Well, this was fun today. It was, it was. I might have to go find some hot chocolate and sit in the snow. (laughs) Or make a cocoa bomb. However, I would rather just buy them because they look like a lot of work, but there are a lot of yeah they're tasty well we'll see (laughs) all right well ladies we love you and we're looking forward what's to come we plan on having two more rhythms episodes one on worship one on prayer yeah those will be coming soon Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah have a merry christmas yes have a merry christmas everybody (laughs) bye Man, I am so, so thankful for that conversation that I got to have with Kim about the rhythm of being in God's Word, reading the Bible. 
be sure to look at the description box. We have linked all of the apps that Kim had mentioned. So you can go ahead and experiment with some fun tools um, to just jumpstart your Bible reading habits. And fun update, as of recording this outro, it's still snowing and I'm still very excited. But anyway, ladies, thank you so, so much for listening. As always, be sure to subscribe so that you get notifications when we come out with new episodes. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.